everybody, it's another Wednesday, and that means another episode of Beyond Grit with me, Robert Young. So my guest today is Christina Graham, and Christina owns a, a, a salon, and she's just recently started um, putting in infrared saunas in her salon and she's got a pretty good story of of why she made that decision to start putting in these infrared um saunas into her salon so um we were able to sit down and chat and get her story and it's quite interesting so sit back get yourself a cup of coffee maybe a spiced uh pumpkin latte i guess because it's fall so it's pumpkin everything and um enjoy the show take care Hey, Christina, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm good. How's your week going? It's good. good. Yeah. It's, um... So what have you been up to? What What do you got going right now? So uh, right now we just got our fourth sauna and we're looking at locations to hopefully open up uh, multiple locations for the infrared. Okay. And, and are the saunas right now at your salon? There's four. So we just got our fourth one and we're um, talking to different properties, trying to get, see uh, what leases look like, but actually might be in about a year or so a better time. Yeah. (laughs) Cause it, I think there's going to be a lot of commercial real estate available. So Uh, I'd much rather buy something if we could, if that's possible. Yeah, no. And that, you know, it's, it's funny the the whole housing where you have the houses and you can't <laughs> yeah. get enough houses and everybody's kind of looking into the future at the commercial real estate and that just goes back to the whole covid and so many people are working from home and they're adjusting yeah. to it and it's working oh yeah i've got some of the clients that don't want to go back and you can see the little hesitation or semi resentment for you know it even been discussed <laughs> So yeah. when we, we kind of skipped over a little bit, tell people um, what, where the saunas are located and, and kind of what you've got going on right now. Well, so, so for the first 15 years, we were just an organic hair salon. So we just had hair products and hair color that was non-toxic and kind of had a population of clients that had some sort of health issue and that was our, our main purpose. But then I, through uh, health issues, I discovered the infrared. And so we started off with one right before the pandemic. And now we're on our fourth one. So we've integrated into a salon and infrared. Okay. Now where, where are you located? We're in Cary, North Carolina. Okay. Have you always been in North Carolina? Yeah. Well, as far as the salon, you mean, or nope, as you personally. So I'm originally from New York, but I, we moved down here in middle school. So oh. I feel like I'm from North Carolina. Yeah, <laughs> you're kind point. of. Yeah, we uh, we moved down here from Michigan. Um, it'll be 11 years uh, in March, and so my kids were young, so they're pretty much North Carolina. Yeah. 
yeah, my kids were born here. So I feel like we're, you know, yeah. I claim Carolina at this point. <laughs> <laughs> now, did you go to school? Um, did you go to college here in North Carolina? I did. I went to Wake Tech for nursing, actually. Okay. Which did is you... kind of interesting. <laughs> I didn't know. As soon as I got to the hospital, I was like, this is a bad idea. <laughs> so... <laughs> Isn't that funny? How long did it yeah. take you to, to go like, wait, this isn't a good idea. I'm moving on. I'm shifting. Almost all the way. <laughs> I uh -huh. mean, I everybody was like, you're going to regret this. This is a mistake. And I like I I, I think I had a semester left. Oh, and man. but that's when you start to work with the doctors and that's when you start to really see what goes on in a hospital. Yeah. And I just felt like I'm going to work so hard at something and never get treated like I am or that yeah. I'm intelligent or get any respect. And I just didn't. And I was right. Yeah. <laughs> All my friends that are nurses now don't want to be or are not. Yeah. <laughs> 20 years later. That, you know what? That, that's, that was pretty strong of you to get to that point. And I know a lot of people will look at it and say, well, why did you take that journey all the way to the end? But I think it's, yeah. I think it's stronger if you do that. And then you realize like, this isn't going to, this isn't for me yeah. instead of going into it. And now you've got a bad attitude and you hate You're, it forever. Right? I never even thought about it that way, but yeah. 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 I mean, I'm that's, gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, like kind of cut your losses is kind of how I look at things. Right. As soon as <laughs> See, I always look at, you know, and I had a bad thing of looking at things and, oh my God, I'm, I'm going to disappoint this person or I'm going to disappoint that oh. person. I made it all the way to here and, and they, you know, whatever the reason is yeah. to where people really need to look deep down inside of themselves and say, this isn't for me. And absolutely, there's a long life. I know, you know, life short, do this, like, but there's still a long life you know, they're really, if you're doing something that you don't like. Yeah. So what did you do after that? So now nursing well, is out. Yeah. You... So that, yeah. So that was my plan and I really didn't have another one. So my dad had said, you know what, just go to trade school until you can figure out what, what you want to do. Mm -hmm. So I just picked hair. I was, you know, I grew up with boys and I never even had a doll. So okay. I, I didn't pay, I didn't care about hair. I didn't think about it. So I just picked that and was like, all right, I'll do this. And then I'll pay my way through college when I figure out what I really want to do. And then I was like, wow, you're going to pay me to do this all day. <laughs> I was like, this is so easy. There's no stress. Nothing can go wrong. So that was it. I was like, done. I'll, I'll do this. Okay. And then it's strange the way that, you know, life kind of leads you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess nursing I to hair. <laughs> well, and it's so weird because I know a lot of people that leave hair and go to nursing. So there must be that. Maybe it's the connection with people. You're mm -hmm. helping people. And I think maybe that was why I wanted to get into nursing. And okay. maybe that's, you know, I mean, you do help people look good, feel good. And it's a big part of you yeah. know so people don't go to the hair salon to come out and be regular they want to look pretty <laughs> exactly. they want to right they, they yeah. want you to help them 
well and and you know and then they end up sharing and you know we end up it's it's more than just hair you end up having a relationship with mm -hmm. a lot of people and they give you advice you give them advice and i've used my husband probably gets sick of me saying because i've got a client for everything oh i've got a client that said this or does that but it's true and i've used it for my raising my kids and everything yeah did uh when you got out of cosmetology school and you became licensed I, I assume you went and worked for somebody for a while before. Yeah, uh, that lasted about six months. <laughs> so I, yeah, I just immediately was like, okay, I can't do this. I got a job waiting tables and rented a booth and just said, I, I'll figure it out. Okay. <laughs> I can't. And, and that and was, yeah. and you started your, your own business. Yep. So I ended up uh, running a booth at a place that um, I knew the girl that owned it and I built up a clientele. And then eventually um, she just didn't want to um, have all the responsibilities. And so she convinced me to take it over. And so I took it over and our anchor store left. So here I am with a shopping center that's in foreclosure that now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> are but you still we, there or did you did you guys yeah, move we're somewhere still, we're still there we made it through we there was three businesses that stayed in this you know foreclosed shopping center and by that point you know it was the middle of the recession and so we just stayed we just kind of and we made and and we stayed busy because we offered the organic and mm -hmm. nobody else and so we just made it we made it work and um and now, was, now it's a full shopping center. <laughs> so that's unique, you know, with the organic hair products and, and stuff like yeah. that is because I've never really, you know, heard about that. Well, so I was always into really good food and eating clean, but I never realized I just assumed the FDA just takes care of us and we don't have to worry about anything. And there was nothing dangerous about me going to work every day until sales reps came in and said, Hey, we've got this new product and it just has a little bit of formaldehyde. And I was like, wait, what? And so then I started to find out, you know, what's really in all of our, you know, cosmetics in general okay. and was horrified. And so we get all of our products from Europe and Canada. Oh, okay. And they have much stricter guidelines I there's assume. yes there's 2000 chemicals that the u.s allows in our food and cosmetics that europe and canada do not wow that's huge that didn't know that yes yes it's it's uh it's remarkable yeah and it's most people don't they just take it for granted you think you have an fda that takes care of everything and that it's fine but in reality um a toaster yeah. strudel is like, <laughs> so, and it's the same thing for hair. Oh. Now, does it, does it cost more for those products? Well, that's the thing that's, that's crazy about it is it's, it's the same price and actually now it's cheaper. And so I thought for sure that I was just ahead of the curve and that everybody would be following along and that eventually I'd have to find another kind of niche market because everybody would be organic and 
we're going on nine years and nobody is doing it. <laughs> okay. That's so, interesting. Is, That's really cool. Is it yeah. just easier access for the other stuff? I mean, I just don't even think that they understand. They don't, I don't think they, until they get sick, they, they're a lot of people don't want to change because it's too inconvenient. And plus the hair industry is all about, it's a who's who's kind of thing. So they want to be on trend. They want to be on brand. And so they want to use whatever all of the industry leaders are using. Okay. And they don't really have that confidence to kind of say, well, no, I'm going to use what's right. So yeah. how were those first couple of years of, of business? Did Fantastic. You yeah. Didn't spend a dime in advertising, had a guy that did a good website and that was it. Nice. The people found us, which is kind of what's happening with the infrared. Okay. They're, they're finding us. Wow. So what, what led you to, so you're, you got out, you, you said no nursing. I'm going to go into yeah. hair. I really like hair. I'm going to rent here. You had the opportunity to take over this booth at that time. Were you, were you single? Did you have kids and what were you trying I, to do? So I was, I was married and I was actually going on my third surgery. <laughs> so I was a really in no position to be uh, taking over somebody else's business. Okay. And yeah. Wow. So, and I had two kids. I had a, a three-year-old and a nine-month-old. Okay. That was busy. You had a lot going on. <laughs> yeah. So. Okay. So what led you to the infrared saunas that you started talking about in the very beginning? Well, so I was in a car accident, which led to um, a, a medical device that was defective, which then led to about 14 surgeries and debilitating chronic pain. And okay. I had a client one day that said, you should try this infrared and within 24 hours, I bought one. Wow. Yeah. That, I mean, that's amazing. How long did you, <laughs> how long did you battle the, the pain and stuff from the surgeries? It had been, so it was defective hernia mesh. So that's essentially plastic that, ex okay. that just breaks apart and goes everywhere that it wants to in your abdomen or wherever they put it, but it's mostly the stomach area. But, um, so it was, uh, 2011 until about a year ago, I was in, I had five different pain clinics, multiple surgeries. And I was, I was at the highest level of pain that you could possibly be at 24 hours a day. Wow. And medicine, I'm sure you tried the whole medicine route and, and that. Yeah. So I, yeah, I was at a pain clinic and I was prescribed opioids, which I did take just, a, I figured out a way to kind of cheat the system so that I could take them, but not be completely zonked, but mm -hmm. And, um, and, and then, yeah, well, so originally when I had the mesh, I couldn't find anybody to take it out. So, because they don't want to admit that's a problem. So they don't want to, so I had to fly all the way to Las Vegas. I found a doctor there that was willing to take it out. Wow. <laughs> is that stuff still used today? It's still used every single day. 
Wow. One out of five patients has a problem with this. Okay. And, and um, that's why they don't want to remove it because when they remove it, there's more evidence that it's a problem. And you had to go all the way to Vegas to find somebody to remove it. <laughs> so, wow. yeah. So, so I, I, I knew we finally figured out that it was the mesh that was causing all of my pain. And I went to doctor after doctor in this area and they kept saying, no, we can't take it out. So finally, I just got on my phone and I Googled doctors that removed mesh. And I found a guy. <laughs> Over in Vegas. <laughs> yeah. So my husband and I went, uh, we got an early flight. We met him that day. The next day he did the surgery and the next day we flew home. Okay. And, and that then two was... weeks later. <laughs> Go ahead. As two weeks later, I was back to work. Okay. So that was the beginning of the end, kind of, of the healing. Well, no, it wasn't. So that okay. was only the third surgery. And uh, what happened is, is this stuff is supposed to, you can't really get it all out because you can't really find it. So we literally would have to wait for it to come to the surface to get more removed. Wow. So literally, you know, they would, it would come to, finally, I found a surgeon here that was willing to help me, but I mean, it destroys organs. So I don't, I don't, they've, I had multiple surgeries with, you know, complex surgeries, three, four hour surgeries where they're reconstructing things in there and, um, removing things and, and it, I was left with nerve damage, muscle damage, scar tissue, the whole Wow. And you, and right now, you know, going through all this, you've got two kids. Yeah. You've baby. got your husband <laughs> and you have babies, your husband and, and a um, business to run. and a business. <laughs> now does your husband also work or does he? Yeah. Okay. He traveled. Ah. He traveled. So, so yeah. So most of the time, um, Luckily, I had a good support system. I had some, uh, my mom and my mother-in-law, so they would come over a lot and they, they would, um, they would help out, but you know, I had to get back to work and I, and I wanted to keep it for my kids. So I wouldn't really let them know. So there, there'd be times where we would say we were going out to eat and then I would have a surgery and then I'd come home and be like, Oh, we had to stop by the doctor <laughs> and to stitch some stuff up and no, we're fine. We're all good now. <laughs> Yeah, well, because you don't want the trauma and the stress to be on them. Well, mommy's always sick and, right. you know, so. Yeah, they just want mom and they just want to be kids. Well, that's it. And I did not want to take that from them. So we just tried everything we could to just keep life as normal as possible. And most of my clients didn't even know. I mean, I didn't even want this to be a part. Of, I didn't even really want my story out there. Yeah. <laughs> You just, you just wanted to keep going and, and do it and not affect anybody. I did. I, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's it. I just wanted everything. And it, you know, I was always one surgery away from everything being fixed mm -hmm. until it was 14. Jeez. So incredible. And <laughs> so, yeah. And so I just, you know, like I would, I would have a surgery and then a week and a half later, I'd be back to work and I just pretended I was on vacation. And nobody at work knew. So the girls at work knew. Okay. And so they had a really good team. And so they really helped to kind of fill in the gaps and stuff. But for a majority of my clients, I just acted like I was 
on vacation. And that was my like checkout place. So I could escape being so sick when I come to work. And then the clients would talk about their lives and I would be able to kind of pretend that I was okay. And, you know, that was kind of like my safe place was work. Okay. And then, you know, somebody introduced you or told you about these infrared saunas, right? Yeah. So I was taking hot showers after I got off work and she was like, that's ridiculous. And so she told me about the infrared. She was from California. They were just starting to be up and coming. And I went, um, I got a, uh, she sent me the link to it. And with, I called my husband, he was out of town. I said, you're going to think I'm crazy, but I think that we should buy this. (laughs) (laughs) And so he's a realist. I say pessimist. He says realist. And so within he Googled it within 24 hours. He was like, Oh yeah, absolutely. And we should make it part of the business. And I was like, wait, (laughs) (laughs) supposed to be at the house, but okay. So um, he's really been the driver of all this. He's in sales and marketing. And so he's the one that kind of, and he's the one that said, you got to use your story. And, okay. And so yeah. I've, done, I've come, I've been okay with it now because I really do want to help people realize you don't have to be in the situation that you're in. You can advocate for yourself. You can push through until you get the results that you want. And that's, that's kind of what I'm doing with the sauna now. I've created like a network of a toolbox. So people come in, they have issues. And then I have all these providers that I can send them to so that they can resolve their issues too. Okay. Who would have thought that that would have led, you would have been <laughs> led to do this now, you know? It, and it goes all but, back to the helping people, right? Your initial well, no. plan was yeah well it is yeah yeah and and it's kind of ironic too that I wasn't in nursing school but yet I spent 10 years with doctors (laughs) Mm. man I mean two days a week I was in a doctor's office so with the infrared saunas because there's you know when when people think of saunas you know there's like the three main, the dry, and then your traditional with the wet, and then the infrared. Um, What are the differences? Like, why does this help over any of the the other ones? Well, so because it's, it's actually completely different. So with a traditional sauna, the air gets hot. So it's just a heating system. And as heat does help, it's just on the surface. So you're sweating from the outside. Whereas with an infrared, your core temperature is rising. So you're actually getting an artificial fever. And when you have a fever, that's where all the healing comes into play. So it's the, it's far mid and near and the far is penetrating all the way down into the cellular level. So it's detoxing the liver. It's increasing your cardiac output. It's decreasing cortisol, speeding up your metabolism. So you're burning calories while you're in there. It's decreasing the inflammation. So it's decreasing the pain, producing collagen, which is what all the women like. (laughs) uh, And these run, these run at uh, a lower temperature, doesn't it? They As do, opposed to yes. the other ones. Yes. Yes. So, so like my husband has marketed 
it's enjoy versus endure. So you're you're comfortable the whole time. And there's even a little tablet in there. So you're watching Netflix while while you're relaxing and you're you're sweating, but it's more like as if you were to have the uh, like a fever where your body kind of you're sweating from the inside out. Okay. So it's much more comfortable experience. Okay. And when you use those, how often, how often are you using it? So I was using it every day for a while. Okay. It was my lifeline. And, um, but there, depending upon what people's issues are, there's a lot of people that have autoimmune that's becoming a huge problem with people. They typically will come anywhere from three to five times a week, but then there's people that have, uh, trying to balance out their hormones and maybe they'll come like once a week. Okay. So it just depends upon your, or like people that work out, if they lifted too much at the gym, they can come and it'll reduce the amount of time. It, it increases their recovery rate. Okay. So like the autoimmune, um, something like fibromyalgia. Yes, absolutely. Exactly. Okay. My mom the, suffers from that for years, like 20 years. Yes. So that's it. That's the exact person that it would be for. And so a, typically somebody that comes in with fibromyalgia, I've got other places for that person to go. So okay. um, like the guest that, that you had on would be a perfect, I would I've actually contacted them. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jennifer, I think her name yep. was the, yeah. the, uh, the plants. Um, yep. A so, naturalist. So it, Yes. So and more so, in the natural healing. Yep. Yeah. So you've got a detox from all the heavy metals. And, and so we try to refer them to uh, naturopaths or functional medicine doctors that can help with all of the environmental stuff, because we're starting to see that autoimmune is really more to do with all of the toxins on board than an actual, you know, what, what Western medicine says it is. Yeah. I, you know, and it goes back to the whole thing with just your hair products and the food and the 2000, yes. you know, A toxins percent. and yes. we have so many toxins in the air right now and whatever we eat and, and that affects yeah. you. It does. You know, and I always look at some people don't put their nutrition ahead of uh, you know, their life or their lifestyle. And it's such a huge part of it. I always equate it. Yeah. To, you know, if I, if I'm going to go and race cars, it, I want the best, right. I want the best gas in yeah. there. I want the best fluids. I want everything. Cause I want it to run. And that's kind of how our bodies are. And when we fill them with junk, then we feel like garbage. Then well, that's exactly it. And now there's just so many more factors and they're putting more stuff in the food. Yeah. So it's becoming harder and harder, but I, yeah. So, I mean, just in the air that we go and breathe, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, yeah. cause we can't control that unless you want to move somewhere into the mountains, which I wouldn't mind, but yeah, you exactly. know, but our food and, and drink and stuff like that, we can control. Yeah. Well, and it's becoming harder and harder. I feel like too, though. Uh-huh. I feel, yeah. I feel like the, the um, food industry stays one step ahead of us and we're yeah. always having to kind of adapt to what tricks did they pull this time? And <laughs> yeah, 
And even when you go on, and, and I can see where it would be hard, even when you go into the organic space, um, yeah. it, it costs a lot, you know, and sometimes it's very cost prohibitive for people to feed a family on that. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's, I, I've got clients that are, you know, buying half cows. I mean, who can realistically, you know, yeah. get get a cow to store up and <laughs> and then all the supplements that you kind of gotta take so it yeah. it really does add up and it's not affordable and then also people want what the doctor says and the doctor isn't saying to eat better yes yeah you know, no. they're just giving you a pill and you can go get this pill and it only costs this much and I, all i have to do is take this pill that's it exactly yeah so i you know i see where it's I can see where it's difficult, but, you know, even promoting, you know, exercise and, and daily yes. walks and getting out there and helping people feel better, you know, that's hardly ever prescribed. No, well, it's not, it's not even taught in medical school anymore. Mm -mm. No, So that's, that's a lot of it, but I, I think that things are kind of people are, people are sick of being sick. Yeah. And so looking for other options. And so I, I think we're going to start to see a shift in. I hope so. I hope I, so. I think it's, it's, it's needed. And where do you pay the money? You know, you can pay it up front by eating and taking care of yourself and doing that, or it, you're going to pay the piper later in life with your quality of life and your medical bills and things well, like that, that's make, it. you know, you're so. not yeah, you're not going to be able to work. And I don't, I, I, I realized that, you know, being in a pain clinic, you see all walks of life and most of them, they're on disability They're They've got more than just pain or they've got autoimmunes that have caused the pain mm -hmm. and then you're not working. So the upfront cost really is worth it to. Yeah. And everybody talks about, well, I went to the doctor today and I, I had my physical and they took my blood and everything yeah. looks good, but yet your quality of life, you can't go out and do anything. And this hurts. And I can't even walk down, you know, to the end of the drive. Like people don't equate, you know, quality of life and to blood results, you know, that's, they're so different and so far apart. Yeah. And then y'all, then you, get into well what blood tests are they taking opposed to what you should really be looking for and mm -hmm. so that's a whole nother I know I know I think it's just a weird little psyche you know we have um but it, heading back to yeah you know, we went off on a tangent that's okay <laughs> um now you found a lot of success in this I mean if you're coming up on talking about opening yeah. up another location, yeah. um, you know, did, did the success kind of grow quickly with this or well, we got it right. We got the first one, January, 2020, right before we got shut down for three months. Okay. So, <laughs> um, but now all of a sudden, uh, yeah, like it just, it, so we had it for about two years and I was really the only one that was using it. I really didn't even talk about it. And then now all of a sudden within the past six months, it's like, 
I mean, people are coming in every day and, you know, the, the buzzword of light therapy and um, infrared has, has kind of gotten out there. You know how there's always something like 20 yeah. years ago, it was St. John's warts and then it was coconut oil. And, you know, so this has become the, the latest thing. Okay. And so, yeah, there, there's a bunch of places that are popping up everywhere, which is kind of how we found out about it. And um, but when people come, you know, they don't want to stop coming. That's the biggest thing that I've seen. And so then they're telling their friends and it's, it's happening pretty rapidly. Yeah. That's really good though. You know, one thing that I really like it's and it's totally different for me. And this is the mindset that a lot of people have, you know, going into business or starting something up that you were like, no, I'm going to get one. And I'm going to put it in my salon. And then I'll, I'll put another one in there and then I get another yeah. one in there where me, I'm like, Oh no, I have to have a separate space and it has to look really cool. <laughs> yeah. And I've got to bring in all these, you know, that's my limiting factor. I yeah. analyze the crap out of things and then don't do it. <laughs> but I like, you know, but that's a good entrepreneur entrepreneurial mindset is no this is really good I'm going to make this happen and we're just going to kind of watch how it goes and build from there well that's it yeah it was a perfect scenario for a um you know all the bills are paid with the salon part and so it gave us the room to have that ability to kind of get the word out and you know the there's a whole lot less pressure too. You know, mm -hmm. you got to, especially in today's market, the commercial rent right now is just, it's, I don't understand. I, I guess like we're like in an interim because it's still super high. So yep. be interesting to see what happens when people don't go back to work. Like you said, what's yeah. available. And I wonder if, you know, if it's going to hit commercial space um, or in commercial space, I'm, I mean, storefront space. Or, yeah. you know, you, you start hitting those office spaces, but then, you know, already people are talking about in the office space of redesigning it to fit, you know, the, the COVID thing, and then oh, redesigning yeah. it to, to work where there's still not as many people in the office, but you can still kind of be collaborative in there. So, so that's there, you know, yeah. and hopefully that'll kind of save a lot of these these big office spaces. Yeah, well, that is true because we don't we don't need a repeat of two thousand eight for sure. So no, for sure. <laughs> so how uh, you know how do you maneuver through all you know the the business life and mom and raising the kids? How do you guys do you, you know what's your well, story? Well, yeah, well, so, so I pretty much just go in until about one and then I'm in carpool and then I'm with them. They're getting a little bit older. So I've been kind of able to um, do a little bit more on the business side now, but yeah, pretty much just the, that's the, um, the business comes second, the kids come first, but it's all kind of managed and been able to work out. I've just been real fortunate that I picked an industry that you can have those flexible hours. Yeah, no, that's really good. How many employees do you have? Five. Okay. Yeah, well, so five hairstylists and then um, about two or three girls do the sauna part. Oh, wow. Okay. 
So you got quite an yeah. operation going over there. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so it's, it's worked out pretty, pretty good. And, um, they're definitely, uh, a huge interest with like, we're putting the fourth one in tonight. So, okay. So what is, um, what's, what do you kind of see yourself, you know, moving towards five years from now? Have you looked um, that far? Yeah. So I definitely, I definitely see us having some sort of, I, I think we're going to go in the route of opening up more locations. I think the goal is to figure out how we can do some sort of um, like the anytime fitness model where people yep. can kind of come in, use the space where they all have a key possibly that okay. might be, but either way, definitely go in the infrared route and maybe adding some others um like having a location where there's multiple alternative routes alternative yeah. medicine and yeah i think that's the direction that we want to go in nice well how do people find you like if they're listening and they that i want to try this out or check this out how do they find you um well so we're on social media uh where we've got a rise salon and infrared instagram and facebook and then um rise salon and infrared.com okay and they can book online oh nice and then just go into your carry site right now and do their thing and then uh, kind of watch for you guys to branch out yeah ex yeah exactly yeah we hope to have locations where everybody has access to because the ideal thing is for it to be about 10 to 15 minutes from your house okay. because otherwise it kind of defeats the purpose right it's got to be convenient yes exactly it's kind of like similar to a, a gym you know you don't want to drive 30 minutes to get to uh, to do a workout no absolutely not <laughs> well christina i appreciate the time that um you spent with me today and uh your story is, uh, is kind of cool. It's amazing to where it kind of led you to where you are today. <laughs> no, yeah, probably I, not, you know, the smoothest at times, but no, definitely not. But you're, you know, you are where you are and, and it was good. So I appreciate it. Yeah. Well, thank you. This, this was great. All right. Well, good. Have a great rest of your week. All right. Thanks. You too. All right. Bye. Okay, bye. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of Beyond Grit with your host, me, Robert Young. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review. Tell somebody about it. You can find this podcast on all major podcast platforms. And be sure to tune in every Wednesday for another exciting success story of somebody going beyond grit. Until then, take care. <laughs>